เดี๋ยวโอ้ยเอลูมินาติคอนเฟิร์มยูเป็นคอนเฟิร์มโอ้ยแต่อลูมินาติมิวสิกอินดัสทรีอลูมินาติคอนเฟิร์มอะไรกันวันนี้จะสมัครอลูมินาติขอบคุณโอ้ยดูไอ้ไอ้ทรัสต์ทีมีเดียอลูมินาติคอนเฟิร์ม
for humorous or satirical purposes. We don't know. Or we'll just love what you're saying and just nod our heads in agreement or uh, scream in agreement, as Tripoli likes to say. But you're here on the Illuminati Confirmed podcast. Alex Stein, highly esteemed guest, probably our most notable and most popular guest we've ever had on the podcast. You've been seen on uh, national television recently. You've been seen on reality television. You've been seen across YouTube. You've been seen. Don't forget uh, Pornhub. You hadn't said Pornhub yet. I've been all on Pornhub. All over Pornhub, OnlyFans, Craigslist. I mean, you are infamous. Uh, halfway to famous and uh, we're happy to give you the illuminati confirmed bump here and it's not viral but we might go viral with you as the guest because you have been on fire lately mr stein so welcome to the show buddy thank you for being here what a good introduction and my cats are going crazy but dude have you seen the videos and i know you don't stalk me mark because you know you're a close friend of mine but ever since i've been viral the worst thing that i've gotten and i don't even care but all the conspiracy heads, including myself, and you guys are the same, covering the same cloth. He sold his mom's soul. He he sacrificed his mom for his success. Like, I'm getting that, like, crazy, dude. People would actually think that, like, somebody came up to me. He's like, hey, dude, let's kill your mom, and we'll get you on Tucker Carlson. Like, people really believe that. And so, I mean, I, mean, I really honestly don't care because that's just, like, you know, absolutely insane. But, dude... This conspiracy world, I'm Illuminati confirmed for sure, dude. I'm 100%. I'm in the Illuminati. Yeah, it's guaranteed now. Well, and, you know, to your credit, brother, you don't go by a fake name. Alex Stein is your real name, and we've had a lot of good people on the show who do go by aliases, but unfortunately not everybody uh, has that moral acumen. Some people are punks, some people are haters, and they talk shit behind fake names. So, you know, give credit where credit's due. Uh, you've never hid behind a screen name. You're out here doing this. And at the same time, you're very personal. You know, people see your cats on screen. Those are your <laughs> children. They are Another on screen. Right it's a freaking cat carousel going on over there. I mean, your your authenticity shines. So, I mean, that's just going to happen when you're doing what that, you know, on this level mm-hmm. and also still being as authentic and vulnerable as you've been committing to that. You're going to have people who are going to take those low blows at you. Uh, but, you know. All the more credit to you for being able to withstand that. But you were kind of out in the sort of war, in the war zone of uh, <laughs> of the cancel culture climate. Uh, where were you today? You want to let our listeners know? Yeah, well, I was at uh, the University of North Texas, and I was at that same... Um same place not that long ago but i gotta say this real quick one is your thing your auto focus is on do you have the logitech brio which webcam do you have logitech brio yeah bro it's supposed to be so nice but you got to go into the settings you got to turn off the auto focus you might have to download the logitech app for it it's a third party it's their app but you gotta do that it's so annoying Alex, turn off the auto focus you're such a pro but don't make Juan look bad right now, okay? No, he's Juan not in great. his real studio. Dude, no, he's I in know, a Motel I... 6 right now, <laughs> just, 10 just miles fuck. away from his actual home. He's how not recording tell, from though? his real studio. Dude, how? <laughs> Guys, just think about this, though. I mean, we're going to talk about it because I knew even what webcam he has because everybody does this. I did this because this Logitech Brio, as they claim, is the best webcam, 4K, all this stuff. It has the worst autofocus feature where it's constantly autofocusing. If you just move an inch, it's so 
it's not good that's, for the porn, right? Like it, it's your just ass not, is going in and out. I, I have one now. It's really not that good. I need to get a better camera. But that this new here there, I just wanted to say that one. We got to get that going. But dude, so where I was just at, I was at the University of North Texas, and I had a video that went viral earlier this year, where they had a a, a, a protest. For Jeff Younger, who's running for Congress, and Jeff Younger is notable because he has two nine-year-old twin boys, and his daughter, I mean, his wife is transitioning, one to be his daughter, and now it has on, in, started transitioning the, the boy to a girl at age three, and now they're trying to get the gender reassignment surgery. And as a matter of fact, what people don't realize is, like, people think we're kind of winning this culture war because actually in Texas they have shut, like, compared to the 80s and 90s, there was like one gender reassignment place. And the reason why they have them is because some kids are born intersexed. You know, they're born with both genitals. So they do, there is a reason why you need hormone blockers and this stuff, because there's a very small percentage of kids that are born that way. So you need to have that surgery. But then like through the 2000s, all of a sudden there's like 15 or 20 of these clinics in Texas, which is just you know, not that many people are born intersex. It's because more people are doing it electively. And then the Texas, through this past legislator, they, you know, they've, they've shut down a few of these places. You know, they've made it a little more strenuous to, to be open. But now these big hospitals like Baylor, Scott & White, and, and may, may not be Baylor, Scott & White, so I'd be misspoking, but these, like, legacy hospitals, the bigger ones, now they're starting to put in wings of gender reassignment. So you don't even need the small clinics anymore. Now you'll be able to go to the same hospital that you get any surgery. So the reason why this is a big deal is he's I'm not anti-trans. I was just at a rally for trans people. I was actually nice to everybody. I don't care if you're an adult and you want to wear a dress. I'm a libertarian mindset. You know, go ahead. Party on, you know, party on, Wayne, like whatever you want to do. But when you give children hormone suppressant therapy before their puberty, it has irreversible effects like it's literally there's people that are like a 17 and their parents put them on puberty blockers and they're 13 or 14 and they still have the same size genitals as a 13 and 14 year old because they're they, you know for lack of a better word their balls never drop you know i mean they just didn't have the normal maturation of a child so i think it's pretty evil that there's parents doing this there's a joke and it's like having a trans kid is a lot like having a vegan cat it's the owner making the decision. It's not, you know, my cats, they're not vegetarians. They want to eat meat. They want to eat fish. Like they, they, they want the vitamins in that meat. And you know, and you look, there's, I'm a vegetarian and there's like websites called vegan cats. And it's like people with their cats all sickly and like their tails are falling off. It's actually really messed up. But so that's why I'm not even one of these virtue signaling vegetarians, even though I have my veggie combo sushi roll. If you guys can see that, that's this veg vegetable combo. That's going to be my dinner. I got to get on my weight loss grind, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is I'm not this thing. This is months and months ago, probably three months ago. I was at this trans rally and these demons there's that prophet pastor kenneth copeland jokes about it he's like i need a private jet i don't want to get in a plane with them demons and it's like he you know everybody makes fun of him for it and they like called him out for having a private jet but when he says that like i like i kind of get what he was saying i was literally around demons like all these people they were wanting to fight me and they just they were just you know they're just people like that so low vibrational energy is what I want to call it because everybody has insecurities, but these people are like so insecure in their body. They don't even think they're in the right biological sex. So just imagine how bad your insecurities are. If you're, if you're an adult and you're trans or whatever, but just these people are not your normal. I remember the day and age. I'm a little older than both of you guys. There used to be a time and place. And Mark, I think you actually said this to me too. When trans people wanted to fit in, they didn't want you to know they were trans, right? If, if a person transitioned to a woman, they wouldn't want you to know that they were in transition. They'd want you to think they're an actual woman. But now in this day and age, because there's so many genders, there's 72 genders according to Facebook or whatever, 
they want you to know that they're that XY, the LGBTQAI plus plus plus. They want you to know they're the AI plus plus. And did you know this? Did you know uh, the Q and LGBTQ? You know what it stands for? Not queer, queer, is it? No, QAnon. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> so people don't realize that. I know it's weird. Wow. I, people don't realize that. But what I'm saying is, on a serious well, note, I think when when you, I want to just focus in. You you talk about the demons, and I agree. I've met some of these people. I mean, they are they're demons. Some of them were giving us looks when we were in New York City, but. Uh, but I just posted that video, by the way, but go ahead. Sorry. There's sorry, this sorry. Just... sort of mob mentality that surrounds these causes. And it's like the, the it's a mix between people who are so entitled that they've never actually experienced any trauma. So they get behind, you know, whichever cause suits their political ideology. Mm-hmm. And then there's the inverse. You know, there's people who maybe have experienced some trauma, but they're so ignorant that they're misapplying their uh you know oppression onto the wrong um you know oppressor really i mean yeah no you're 100 percent right and also this is a rampant thing people don't realize is uh a lot of people were molested at a young age that really confused them sexually not everybody but that is a rampant thing too where people are you know were violated as a child there's a lot of different issues why people might be insecure in their sex is what i'm saying you know it's not just something you can just put your finger on it and so i get that but there used to be a day and age where that was called being in a phase you know and and you you either got out of that phase you stayed in it but now it's this these children that whether they were sexually abused or not, it's like you're letting them pick their sex, yet you wouldn't give them a driver's license to drive a car. You wouldn't let them drink mm-hmm. alcohol. You wouldn't let them, you know, do, go to a, an R-rated movie, but you <laughs> let them pick their sex. It's just we're kind of in the clown world, and you have Beto O'Rourke, who's running for governor. I go and I do these bits with Cassidy Campbell. We knock on people's door, and, and, we, and we'll, people will answer, and they say, oh, I'm a Beto supporter. And, like, well, you know, Beto wants to, you know, give uh, access to nine-year-olds for gender reassignment surgery without their parents authorization pretty cool right pretty cool and they're like well well that's that's kind of doesn't sound that good and like you know these people are like that sounds a little extreme because that's where we're going dude under the guise of of social justice or progressivism we're going to progress to this weird thing where one tenth of one percent of people are trans that's about the number so 99.8 one percent or whatever it is 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 non-trans yeah we have to capitulate to that Mm -hmm mob and let me give you the best example is the reason why this is a hot button issue is because we have people like leah thomas now leah thomas is free to be herself she's free to be her but she swam on the men's university of pennsylvania team an ivy league team one of the 13 ivy league schools not to we can get a conspiracy illuminati confirmed but from this team ranked 457 then switches over after a year of hormone um, suppressant therapy goes over to the women's team and then wins two national championships in two different events. And people in the media are like, Oh, that's so good. That's progressivism. But me as a staunch feminist, you know, I said that kiddingly, but I am a little bit of a feminist. That's going against women's rights. See, those women that sat their whole life in a swimming pool every waking day of their free time, they're out busting there swimming. their balls. Literally. literally, they're busting their balls <laughs> that they don't have, and then they lose to a guy with balls, to a girl with balls. I mean, it's just that shows you that we really are in this, like, I keep saying it, we're in this upside-down clown world that is basically – you know, there's two schools of thoughts. Like you can say we're in the George Orwell 1984, 
where you know now they have the Ministry of Truth coming out. But I don't, I don't even think it's that. I think we're in the Brave New World version where they like give us all like a quick porn in there. They watch things called like the talkies. Or I forget what the movies were called, but the movies there were just basically like explosions and sex, and like you just got a sensation from the movie. You didn't, it didn't have a plot, and people just had free willy nilly orgies all the time, and everybody was on soma. And it's basically what's happening now is everybody's on some sort of medicine, whether it's an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medicine or some other medicine that they trick you into thinking that you need. And and they they like are driving us into this hellish world where we have no privacy where the Patriot Act will give them warrantless search and seizure of your phone, your cell phone, whatever, the, you know, your emails. So they can literally take away any sort of privacy. You think you have, you have the impression that you have privacy, but really you don't. And so what they do is they kind of coddle you into us. They give these people drugs and alcohol and they'll make, now they're making weed legal and you're about to roll up. I'm not saying weed shouldn't be legal, but that's another thing. It's just the alcohol, the, on every single corner, there's a liquor store. You can buy a handle of vodka for five 99 and get shit faced. Cause they want us to literally be dumb, drunk or high and not worry about our life. And I'm not saying don't get high or don't have fun and don't, you know, life is short, but we are playing into their plan of, um, Damn. Yeah, but we're just playing to their plan of where we where we take away any happiness and we constantly are in this like brave new world where we medicate our pain. We all have a pain, whether it's one other thing. And we medicate that pain and we don't actually fix the root of the problem. It's like if you have a car engine and instead of fixing the engine, whenever time we get drunk and high, we're just cutting the check engine light off. We're not actually fixing the car. We're just cutting off the signal that goes to our brain that says, oh, this is bad. And that light always comes back on as the problem. My well, issue with this whole thing is, listen, you can be whatever you want. You could fucking worship Nicolas Cage, Cthulhu, <laughs> or, or even Alex Stein himself. I don't give a fuck. My whole thing is, why bring the kids into it? Like, that's my whole thing. Why bring the fucking kids into it? Me being a father, right, I, I feel strongly about this, where you can't even trust the schools that they're going to nowadays. You know what I mean? Because they're teaching them to, to tell their, their teachers that they feel a certain type, but don't tell your parents. You know, like all this shit, like that's evil as fuck to where you can bring the kids, in, like leave the kids out, bro, and do whatever you want to do. What's the point of bringing the kids into this whole thing? And that's my problem with the whole movement. You know, you could do, I respect anybody for whatever they want to do or whatever they want to put in their bodies, whatever. Just leave the fucking kids out until they're over 18 years old and can do whatever the fuck they want. Right? I mean, there's multiple school districts that have had that have a teachers had what is called changing rooms because their parents didn't support it. So the kids could go in there and put on whatever clothes they wanted. Well, and, now, and you were telling me something even crazier than that, that there was a, a place, there's a school. I don't know. Maybe you were just pulling my leg and I never looked into this, but you said that there was like a teacher who identifies as a cat. And she's convinced some other <laughs> students to identify as cats, and now they they pee in they a cat box. They put a box. litter box at a yeah. district. Yeah, they put a litter box. I saw that. Well, there's a new thing. Jeez. I don't even know this. You know, I feel like I love like counterculture and weird stuff and oddities. Let me stop eating. But oh, that, hey, <laughs> eat. Eat. No, 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 no. I'm just taking it by this late, guys. We're almost at 10 p.m. If you're hungry, we alone. don't want to, we don't want, you no, have no, a long well, everything's day. Good. Everything's good, but listen, so <laughs> this is a serious thing that I don't know much about the subculture. Like, there's just been things called the bronies, which were guys that used to jack oh, off yeah. to My Little Pony. Well, Chris, right? if Chris oh, was yeah, here, he, that. dude, Chris is actually 
an ex brony. I think he was a part of oh, a don't brony. Say it that way. <laughs> Are you serious? I want to interview him on my show. Please get him. He's be the next no, guest I want on the conspiracy no, castle. I'm just teasing because he's not here. Go ahead, Alex. Okay, well, so there is a subculture of people called bronies, and I remember learning about the Howard Stern show like 10 years ago, and that was just that that was like viral before the day of vi virality was like a thing. But these bronies that jack off to like cartoons of horses. That's manifested into what is called furries. Now, I'm not a furry. I don't know much about furries, but people like literally want to have sex with My Little Pony, but instead of the cartoon, or you know what I mean? They want to have sex with the cat or the what iguana, whatever the furry is. So now these children are they're so confused. They are saying that I am a furry, and that's why they want well, to litter about, box. Think about <laughs> Alex, think about this. I mean, the generation that was raised like maybe post Sesame Street, right? And they were getting all like they were getting the Sesame Street stuff. They were getting all these cartoons. I think what you just spoke to identifies like the actual intention of the propaganda within these childhood cartoons. It's it's inherently sexual. That's why you see all these weird fetishizations of cartoons. Like you said, these dudes are like you know, jerking off to, to fan fiction of My Little Pony. And it's not even, you know, and it's it's really, it doesn't, it's not really that distinguishable from actual My Little Pony cartoons. So God forbid your kids mm -hmm. out there just trying to look up, you know, their favorite show and they come across some of this perverted fan fiction. It's, it's just, yeah. Well, dude, now I'm buying this furry rat costume, and I'm gonna that, just because <laughs> just because Juan is laughing that? so much. Oh, I'm gonna go into a city council meeting no, and say I'm a furry. I know a fur. I know. Oh my god, well, here's the furry yes. himself Yo. speaking. Chris, are you a brony? Is this true, Chris? We have to hear the. We got to know whether or not you you jerk it to My Little Pony uh, fan fiction. I mean, why why are you judging, dog? We're putting them on blast. Chris, host of the Mensa podcast, joining us here. Third third wheel of the, the guest co-hosts. And uh, yeah, we got Alex yeah, Stein. Yeah, motherfuckers. What's happening? Yo, it's fucking Chris. Alex Stein, bro. What's good? We are Gucci. We're about to jack off to a bunch of horse cartoons. Um, Wait, now, hold on. Now, what the fuck is all that? You don't know what a brony is? What we're talking about is in, in schools in this day and age, in certain districts, they are putting litter boxes in the classroom because so many kids are furries. Yeah, you're laughing. But where that all spawned from is this brony culture where guys that have brony con and actually end up getting shut down, which I, I kind of believe in freedom of speech. They should be able to have their brony cons. But they would go to festivals where they could trade the brony artwork and meet other bronies and do what bronies do, man. They clop so, their hooves. This so is dude, it. This so, is dude, well, so one time I'm 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 literally like doing this thing where I was working for this marketing company and I was bringing and it was EPMD and we're bringing from the LA airport down to Long Beach for the hotel and we're putting them up the hotel for the night. Yada yada yada. Right. We pull up to the fucking hotel. And it was a furry convention at the same time. And these motherfuckers had a goddamn uh, litter box in the main fucking room, dude, of the foyer of the hotel, bruh. We just talked about that and how a teacher is doing that 
In an elementary school of all places. Great. This is insane. I mean, I saw a guy tweet, like, have you ever pooped in the ocean? And I've tried to poop in the ocean. It was hard. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't drop Something it. Something about the back pressure, I think, is what. Well, some people can poop in the ocean. Some people are known ocean poopers. But, dude, could you imagine pooping in a litter box in a hotel lobby? Like, dude, I'd be sitting there <laughs> farting and crying. Like, why am I doing it? Like, I will do anything. I just wore a woman's bathing suit to a trans rally. Oh, did I not send you the picture? I was wearing a women's bathing suit this whole time, uh, Mark, but. I'll so share. I was just at a, I was just at a trans rally, um, and it's just weird that this is this is like the subculture of things. And I'm a weirdo, like I am as odd as it gets. But can you imagine being so odd that you're taking a dump inside of a litter box in the lobby of a double tree hotel and wear while wearing a, a wool suit like you're a cat? I mean, like what do you? What happens when you identify as like? Something that doesn't poop, though, then where do you poop? You know? Well, everything poops. Everybody poops, I think. Oh, I mean, no. even Roach, like, I think, poops. Like a grand, I, I identify as like a grand piano, you know? I identify as a toaster. That's a true story. <laughs> I put on my mortgage application that I, she was like, "What? so what do you identify? Male? I was like, you can put toaster, right? You have to put toaster if I tell you. She's you like, you have to do it. Well, so if you look at my mortgage, my mortgage application, it says toaster because she had to. She had to do that. So Why? That's nothing, though. You're a toaster and an inanimate object. But, dude, now there's this guy, and he was on the New York Post and went viral. He's a fictosexual. A fictosexual means he's in love with his hologram. And now his hologram, yes, he's in love with the hologram. Look, Google this out, Mark. Fictosexual. This guy went viral in the New York Post. Just wrote all about him. And he's actually having communication troubles with his. Yeah, this is me. I'm in a women's bathing suit and at this trans rally. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. It wasn't that big a deal. But um, yeah, the fictosexuals they're only sexually attracted to a fictional character. <laughs> oh God, it's like that dude that was in love with the uh, with the uh, with the roller coaster or some shit. You seen that that that? You know what I'm talking about? He was in, is he that was a in movie? Love. I don't doubt no, it. Real life. He was in love with a, you know, you know, the circus, how they, they roll up the, the rides and they, they ship them away like on trucks and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. He like wanted to marry a carnival ride or something. Yeah. He wanted to marry a carnival ride, bro. So Dude, that's my old buddy. Yeah. Darren, he's actually a pretty Fuck good guy. You. He's just as horny. He just had a really, he's really confused. <laughs> what? Somebody wanted to marry a carnival. <laughs> I swear to yeah. God, bro, I'm serious. Uh, so, Alex, why do, why do you think that? Because, you know, th we live in a sci-fi world, right? But what is it about language? Because I love watching your videos. I was binging on your videos with my wife the other night. And we, uh, I'm like, dude, th are you nervous while you're doing these skits and you're rapping and you're doing all this shit? Like, are you nervous? Are you shaking? Like, how do you come up with this shit, bro? Because it's fucking golden. And I just don't know how you... Um, but but they're words, words that offend people. And that's the dumbest shit, right? Like, what was the whole thing growing up? Sticks yeah. and stones may break Who, my who's bones. Who's really writing words? these, by the way? Do you get? Do you have a handler, Alex? Is there <laughs> no, some? No, <laughs> I'm freestyling. Do you think Tupac gets nervous? Do you think Biggie Smalls gets nervous when they walk in the club? No, they smoke the blunt and they get a BJ and they chillax. That's what I'm right. doing, dude. But, but every now and then, Biggie had a ghost rider named yeah. Homie Homie Mark over here. Give credit mm -hmm. where credit's due. I yeah, did I help you out a couple lines, times. Dude, I'm, I, I, I listen, oh, I'm no, not no, even no. trying to pat you're myself on my back. You're the show. I'm just sweeping the stage before the show goes on. That's all I'm saying. No, well, this is why I say this, and I'm not even trying to, like, virtue say that I'm some super smart person because my buddy Cassidy Campbell, he has to write everything down. He, like, sometimes he's freestyling, but he wants to write every word, every single word down. And with, with me... If I try to do that one, then that's kind of when I get nervous or something. If I'm like, obviously I want to remember some jokes and stuff, 
But like, if I'm trying to read a piece of paper, that's when I'm like out of breath because I'm trying to read it so fast. I feel like I can't, I can't act as well to be well, a you, method actor, you, which I am. I, it almost has it. to be. Well, what I'm trying to say is like when you're acting, and I'm not some super professional actor. I've been in a Zerka water bottle commercial, an AT&T commercial, wait, wait, and wait, I've been an extra. Hold on, hold on. He's been on the Glass House. He's been hold on, on, on uh, Bargain talker. Brothers. <laughs> you motherfuckers keep going on and on, dog. You just said you was an actor. What's good? I am. He, I'm just, he just gave you his credits, bro. He's the I'm Glass right. House, the Bargain what Brothers. What else, Alex? Are we acting here? Yeah. A little bit of both, because this is the problem, Chris. This is the thing. It's like everybody wants to get your trauma-based mind control from CNN. You just want stats. You just want stats. A lot of people in the truth community, they, all they do is sell hopelessness. I don't sell hopelessness. I'm an actor, so sometimes I have to astroturf as the opposite side in order to, uh, it's called culture jamming, take the most absurd parts of their culture and jam into people's face to wake them up so having the ability to act doesn't make me a fake person actually it can almost make you more authentic because what my point is about the method acting if you really want to act in a scene the reason why you want to remember the words is because you want them to come out naturally. Like you don't want to try to, Oh, he's going to say my house is on fire and like, go get the water. What you want to say is you want it to feel like you're not acting. That's the whole point of acting. So that's when I'm improving. That's why sometimes improving is more authentic. And in some movies, that's why they let like certain actors like Johnny Depp, a lot of them, they don't even remember their lines. They have earpieces and they have somebody reading the script so they can just stop. Yo. Yeah. That's the big thing. And that's why they say Bruce Willis quit is that he couldn't even do the earpiece anymore because he has such brain trauma. Yeah, on his last set. And most of the heavy-duty people, they don't even have time to remember the lines. And that's the thing is you're really, when you're improving, you're just naturally reacting. Like, you get into the scene. As in the, and I'm not like... So, Nick so, Cage so, is improving though, I'll right? tell Nick you. Cage I'll, no, he does a lot of scenes, but he does both. See, Nick Cage is a person that can get in the oh, role, and that's now. hard. Okay, hold go on. ahead. I, and this is exactly why Tread I wanted. Lightly. This is exactly why I wanted to have Alex Stein on because this is how the show started. Alex doesn't know this. The listeners, the, the our best fans, know this. This show started with a conversation about Nicolas Cage, and I honestly think that Alex Stein, in a way, with the arc of of all of the things he's done through his career uh is is emulating nicholas cage i mean he is everywhere he's on reality <laughs> television he's in commercials now he's on your local public access freaking council city city council meeting i mean he's everywhere he's in new york city on canal street you know bartering he's on tucker carlson on fox news he's on anthony cumia's underground podcast network you know i mean you, you go you're bro, everywhere Tucker's his dad bro right now i gotta lose some weight but then i really look like tucker but listen nick cage guys a little movie called con air a little movie called face off i mean those movies like were my Who whole entire think you're talking to man? i'm just saying these are movies that like you couldn't just act it's hard to all of a sudden be john travolta you know what i mean and like and john travolta say what he will about it. he's a scientologist he can act i mean these people are like they, they can get into it they can like they're so crazy in their head that they can actually believe it's called being the method actor like he actually believes that he is like the super criminal that took somebody's face off and that's how you have to do it and that's why nick cage is so good of course he's a mess he's an alcoholic he bought a bunch of dinosaur <laughs> bones that weren't worth very much and lost money on it. yeah he's a great guy though he's awesome and now he's having a comeback and these people like robert downey jr these people that are super talented like it's almost better when they have a fall 
and then they come back. Everybody likes think, the comeback story. I think this show is actually, I mean, Nicolas Cage ought to send us a couple checks because this show has helped uh, build <laughs> Nicolas Cage up. He is on the rise. We mention him every right. episode, so that should what be acknowledged. What movie just came out? But he, he just had a movie come a great out. great so movie. Juan saw it. Juan saw it. What's the, the name of the, the movie, Juan? The, the Unbear... The unbearable weight of massive talent it's fucking amazing now, it's about himself he's like a character yes. of himself now, amazing though. alex let me let me let you eat a little bit because you had a long day eat, eat your sushi and relax, we'll, alex, we'll, relax enough with the blowing of the smoke up alex's ass one last compliment for alex you're very funny dude you're hilarious and everybody who's watched conspiracy castle has seen you battle with the uh, people in your chats, and I think over time, you know, now you you getting so many people watching your views that you can't interact the way you used to with your audience. But I thought like it was kind of like open mic comedy, and you know, you're very funny, so you should get credit for that. And I think that's kind of like adds to what you're doing when you go on these um, city council meetings. You're like treating, you know, you have like this ability to like you know, kind of think on your feet and you're treating that three minutes that they give you as like, okay, I'm going to fill in as much insanity on this theme as, as I can. Like the latest one that you did that really had me laughing was the, the was metaverse, the metaverse one. You're like, they were, they were doing things to me in the metaverse that I can't even describe to you today. There are children in this audience. And I was like, Oh my God. And it's like, great. What happens, yo, how do you run that up the flagpole? Like, yo son, I was raped by a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Serious. That's how I said, by, bro. by a gargoyle raped me in my digital butthole. I mean, but yeah. that's, dude, that's another thing. It's like, I'm a hack comedian there's a bunch of people that just said that they got sexually assaulted in the metaverse and i read that and i was like all right now and dude we were talking about the furry thing i'm going into the next meeting i'm going to order the 79 dollar costume and if it's the costume sucks i'm going to wear it and if it's low quality i'll probably return it i hate to do that to the amazon seller i'm not trying to rip them off but i'm just saying i don't want to be like that i don't even want to be like oh you're so cheap but on amazon you will pay for it what I'm saying is Amazon, I get, sometimes I, I don't return crap that's crap, but sometimes it looks all nice, like, and it's just crap, you know? It's just like Chinese crap, and I'm not hating on the Chinese even though they give us fentanyl. So what I, well, this is why I said that. You know who I had on my podcast who I used to be very tight with, Sophia Smallstorm? And I remember was like, I was like, oh, Sophia, I'll order this pan. She's like, oh, you got to get this size one. I was like, oh, if it's not big enough, I'll just return it. She's like, oh, my God, the vendor's going to have to pay the shipping and returning, and I lost my business because of returns on Amazon. And I was like, whoa, whoa, Sophia, I, I, wow, what, babe? No, I'm going to return it if it doesn't work, but what happened to you? What got returned to send yeah. you that? Yo, what Did the you... fuck are you talking about? Chris, about Chris, <laughs> we lost Chris at Sophia. Uh, Chris, Sophia Smallstrom is a well-known Pans? conspiracy Dude, theorist. Like frying pan returns? What? No, well, her and I did a cooking show. Her and I did a cooking oh. show where I would live stream a cooking show. And I was like, and she's like, you have to get this kind. It doesn't have the aluminum, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So it's like it's like an $83 pan. It literally was like 75 bucks or something. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll just get the 13-inch. She's like, no, you got to get the 18-inch. I'm like, this is $20 cheaper. If it's not big enough, I'll return it. She's like, you're going to use it and return it? I'm like, yeah, if it's not fucking big enough, Sophia. And then we we ended the show. That we that was like one of our last episodes because we're arguing over the pan size. 
Oh man, how many times has that happened, Alex? How many how many bridges have been burned live on Yo, the air? Yo, son, you need weed, bro. Oh, you know I haven't been smoking. I, I but I do need a little bit. But I haven't been smoking, dude. I you know the, my one of my friends, Kevin Brennan. He actually has a show called Burning Bridges. He's this comedian. His brother's Neil Brennan, who's like best friends with Dave Chappelle and all this stuff. He used to send so, that motherfucker clothes back in the day, bro. Tell Neil what's good. Yeah, well, okay, but I'm not tied with Neil. I'm tied with Kevin. Kevin and Neil, they 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 love each other because they're brothers. But Kevin's kind of he's the older brother that hooked up Neil with like he Neil was like the door guy at the comedy club that Kevin was a regular at. Like right. Kevin kind of got Neil into comedy and kind of hooked him up with all these people, and then Neil like extended. You know, he 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 surpassed Kevin. But dude, if you had a comedy contest, Kevin's the funniest. He's on the Compound Media. He's freaking hilarious. But what I'm trying to say is his. His whole thing, though, Chris, is it's called Burning Bridges. Like, all of his co-hosts, he never has a co-host longer than, like, six months to a year. So I hate that it's kind of like that. Like, I don't even and, – and actually, Kevin's actually a pretty nice guy. It's just, like, he's just kind of – It's it, this is the problem. One of my best friends I'm not even close to anymore because we're stubborn. Like, his wife didn't want to include me into his groomsmen. And then I was like, well, then fuck your wedding. And he's like, well, then don't go to my wedding. And then him and I, I know. And then I didn't go to his wedding. Then him and I have – we've talked a little bit. But now him and I aren't even friends. All Alex, Where are you from, bro? What Dallas, Texas. But what I'm – Maybe it's like a come to Jesus moment or something like. Oh, yeah, I got listen, Jesus. We're not I got here. I got Pope Christopher, save yeah, your Chris, papal bills Chris, for I'm someone else. Time. I got a bunch of issues. If you think you're talking to some guy with no issues, I have a laundry list of issues, bro. Prime so, time ninety nine. Yeah, you don't get primal and timal unless you're ninety nine. You have a bunch of issues. What I'm trying Wait, to say what? is. It's because that's got a rhyme to it and everything. Now you got to explain that now. No, I'm primetime 99, number 99, my high school football number. They call me primetime Alex Stein. I'm on the grind all the time. Oh, captain of the football man, team. That's so fresh, dude. It's now. fresh, dude. It's really, it's like a, like some uh, muffins right out of the kitchen, dude, right out of the oven. It's that fresh. You got to wear, you got to wear, uh, you got to wear oven mitts because it's so fresh. You're going to burn your hands. But, but seriously, what I'm talking about is the reason why you burn bridges is because even if you get mad at somebody, you have an argument, like you just have to, like, let bygones be bygones. You shouldn't be so stubborn. And that's my problem is sometimes I've been stubborn. And like the longer you know somebody and the more you love them as a friend, not in a gay way, but you know, like, you know, the more you care about them, that's sometimes you're more stubborn. Like I remember sometimes I yell at my dad and I'm like, I love my dad the most. I, I'm saying you get mad at the person you'd like the most you're closest to. It's really weird how that works out. So I think that sometimes we should be able to get mad at people and then, then retreat, take it back and not be dug in. So right. that's what I'm trying to work on is like if you know I do have a fight or do have an issue or something, I just let some time go by and you know, it's not even about being the bigger man, which that is important to do, but it's just like letting just water well, under a bridge moving on. And it is it is difficult having you on this show, Alex, because we are friends and you are a good person and I know that, you know, off the air. Uh, and the intention of this show is to put our guests in the hot seat, you know. So even though Chris is kinda like the late to the party guy here uh right now you know don't think that you're gonna win us over like the cool kid at the party alex you know we're ganged <laughs> up chris is on I'm our on team this is yeah. illuminati confirmed you know so yeah, we, in there. We, look we, at that, we look at that motherfucking <laughs> library you're in dog that's definitely illuminati bro dude i know seriously and then, and then oh, this is the best so you gotta see there's a video now since cassidy and i've been making videos i'm conspiracy castle and he's cassidy campbell cc oh 33 a guy does a, a full down breakdown geometry i think primetime 99 is 33 or something 
Right. I think 99 is 33 times three. All this crap, dude. I love it. See, that's the other thing is, is this is why I love it. Because when I came up with a lot of these ideas, I knew it. I think it's like, it's like a dog whistle. I'm trying to, for people that are in the know, it's like, oh, dude, this is, you know, some conspiracy stuff. But then as soon as I get some notoriety and I start grinding, I start rising up, I sign a deal, content deal with Blaze. They're like, Illuminati for real. It was, yeah. I get it. That's when the I haters do. come out of the woodworks. And I do believe there is a secret cabal of people that you're in a club or you're not, but I have not been asked to be in that club yet. And when I do, you're going to know because I'm going to be. Because they're real. furries, right? You're going to put your uh, furry suit on. Yeah, I'll be and pooping in that litter box suit, at Double Alex, Tree Hotel. A suit, because I know a furry personally. A suit is a, a furry suit with the hole for the dick and the zipper for the ass. So what wow. they do is they go into these rooms can we, and they have furry Can we phone orgies. a friend? Can we call your furry friend, phone a furry? We'll do a new segment called phone a furry. <laughs> We can't I like that idea. My East Coast accent's coming out. Phone a furry. <laughs> but yeah, all right. We're not going to phone a furry just yet. But Alex, I mean, Blaze TV, I could see why people might, you know, uh, have some suspicions. But yeah, uh, I haven't even talked to you yet, have I? You know, I signed a deal with him. You know, I signed a contributorship <laughs> with him. Have I not told you about that yet? No, no. I signed it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Primetime 99. And... Guess what, Mark? We're talking about this. I haven't even told you this. I'm in talks with iconic Gareth oh, Ike's shit. network to do a show, and this sounds crazy, once a week in Las Vegas, Nevada! Like live in person? You're going to drive there? With Ryan Burns? Fly there. They're going to fly there. They're going to fly me there, supposedly, and they're going to try it out. They're, we're doing it now. They're, they're going to meet, and we're going to meet in Las Vegas in June, I believe. Alex, why so much shouting? Because I have a, an issue, Chris. Because I don't. Because I'm high on life. I'm, I have this toxoplasmosis, a, a parasite in the cat's fecal matter that turns you into a crazy cat lady syndrome. Oh, so I have, had that too, I think, dude. Yeah. And, and yeah. some secret societies, the Hellfire Clubs, and all those guys. Yeah, dude, they gave themselves yeah. toxoplasmosis to be better warriors in battle. No, on purpose. And it does, dude. I am like a cat. I'm very You're reactionary. Fearless. Yeah, I, I, well, I have nine lives. You're very feisty oh, you for got sure. Cats, yeah. For God, but totally makes sense now. Dude, oh, yeah, I thought you were on the spectrum, right bro. Sorry, dude. <laughs> hey, Alex, man, you're a total pussy. You're not wrong. I am. He's you're wearing right. a pink shirt for the record. You're right. I got a pink shirt. I got my mangina is right here. You can see it. Oh my god! And he's not wearing pants as usual. Typical no. Alex no. Stein fashion. I'm glad he didn't Sorry, spare any expenses for this show. We want you as you are. Uh, but you know what, dude? I think there's there's so much beyond uh, what's happened recently that we could get into here because you are somebody who holds to some unique perspectives. You've experienced many facets of American society from your home in Dallas, Texas, but uh, you're a big, you're you know. You're flat earther, Alex. I'm not just going to no, beat around the bush. No, I'm a geocentrist. Do not put me on blast with your gay-ass show trying to <laughs> call me. fucked up, homie. Because now, hey, we have hey, to do it. now hey, Mark is trying to push a button because now you know. I'm not pushing buttons. I just buttons. deal with the blaze. I'm not, I can't even talk about geocentrism very much. And everybody's like, you're a show. Well, kind of. But this is it. And I've been saying no, this no, before. No, we don't need to even Here put we this in. We're not live. We don't No, have you to. can have this in. I'm a geocentrist. I think well, the sun, moon, and stars are a clock. I didn't bring it up to do that. So we could delete it if it means 
I don't give a crap. I just I'm, I believe this. I'm just saying oh, I do believe the sun, moon, and stars rotate. I what is this right there? Bro, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not not with it, bro. This it's is what I'm saying. It's a flat round earth, bro. Yeah, I don't I don't know that, but this is what I do know. Because oh. I don't believe the earth is flat because there's obviously hills, valleys, this and that. But this is what I do know is that they say the machinations of the universe is that we are on a ball that is spinning at the equator eleven hundred miles an hour. And then on top of that, that ball is circulating and orbiting the sun one point four million miles an hour. And then on top of that, we're moving in concert four million miles an hour through the ever expanding universe of space to the Milky Way galaxy. Yep. Yet every single night. Polaris, the North Star, is in the same spot. I mean, it has a small procession, but we can always find it. We've we've been able to use celestial well, navigation. Alex, I only brought that technology. up to 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 give people an idea of how renegade you are, because that's what happens. You get to a certain level of notoriety, and they want to talk shit, but you've been against the grain since the beginning i mean if you wanted to be alex stein on blaze tv and iconic you could have went the you know clean route you could have went the route of not uh you know upsetting people but you've never given a fuck so we should just point that out this isn't about putting you on blast this is about whether or no, not I you're Illuminati confirmed. It, it, it's not a Mobius Earth either. And that's another thing. It's like we talk about the, you know, Freemasonry and the 33rd degree. It's like they are it's all talking. It's like I think it's Oh, what the fuck is it? Well, I don't know, dude. I I'll, now I'll you're yelling, this. Chris. Yeah, well, what Chris. I'll start yelling. What is it? Chris, it's because this is the problem is NASA. For me, now this Blaze knows, I, I talk about this all the time, is the 1969 through 1972 moon landing. Well, because I don't know, because I can't go high enough to see it. That's the problem. Right, Nobody can. So, and, hey, and, perfect answer. But this is it. 1969 to 1972, NASA, supposedly with technology that we were actually behind the Russians in, was able to go to the moon six times there and back through the Van Allen radiation belt, past low Earth orbit, which we're not able to go through today. So I'm just saying it's like provably false that we even went to the moon in the first place. They were able to go there, take a rover, and play golf. But what I'm saying with all that, because of that, NASA is based in lies. So anything they give us now today... I don't believe. Now, there's a guy, um, Picard. He was one of the first people to ever take a balloon up and look him up, uh, Picard. He actually, when he, uh, this is like in 1890 or something, he's one of the first guys to take a, and this is like more than a hot air balloon, a type in Picard balloon um, so he can show it. He said he got so high enough and he thought the earth looked like a, a dish with upturned edges. Dude, that's just a, like, with, like, like we're in a lake. Like imagine we're in a lake. You know, we're in a really big lake. And I don't know if that's true, but that that's just how he described it. He got so high. And if you and there's there's uh, amateur sluice that have put balloon tests and they've gone up 125,000 feet, uh, which is I think like eight miles roughly. And uh, there, you know, it, it doesn't look curved. And this is the uh, this is the other thing is the deepest we can go is the Great Borehole. That's the deepest we've dug on Earth. And yeah, August Picard, this guy. So uh, he's a Swiss physicist, and, and, and just look how Picard described it. He took this balloon before even technology was, you know, before that was even popular. And he did not describe, he did not say it was a ball. So what I'm saying you is. Go fund me or something like that and just do this like once and for that, all. That's what, they, that's what they all say. But even then, you wouldn't be able to go high enough to see it because. How far do you have to go up, do you think? Well, this is my point about the eight miles. Let me just finish saying this. This eight is miles? it. 
Like, well, no, no, eight miles is about the highest we can go, but the deepest we can dig is a great borehole. They dug that in Russia. That's eight miles. The deepest in the ocean we can go is a Marianas Trench, which yeah. is roughly eight miles. And you'll, you'll talk about the explorers that have gone there. They said that they, when they took the submarine down, they tried to go lower, but it actually hit more water, but the water was so dense, the submarine couldn't, you know, it couldn't impact it. that shit. Well, yeah, it just couldn't break through. And so this is why they actually say this. When I say they, they say that we know more about space than we do about the ocean. Yet none of us have ever had space sushi. We've never had space, but every <laughs> single person here has had sushi a million times. Uh, we know more about one fish, the catfish, than we know about any planet we've never been to. But they literally tell you that we know more about space than our own ocean. So just think about this, like for the same people that think we have a rover on Mars, we don't even have a rover on the North Pole. We don't even have a rover on the actual South Pole. Now we have a base in Antarctica and we have some stuff in the North Pole. Planes don't fly over it. And, and, and the points that they use are just ceremonial points. Now you look at any compass, any compass will magnetically be directed to the North. Why is that? They say there could be a huge mountain there that is magnetic. I don't know. I've never been there, but there's a reason why we don't get to go there, and they talk about it so desolate. Yet, we'll send a rover all through Mars. We, we can't even go eight miles deep on the Earth. Yet, they say it's a ball that's 24,000 miles around the equator. So think about that. Think about how much space we can't dig. And they tell you that the, the you know, core of our Earth is you know, hot liquid magma. We haven't even been able to prove that. We can only go eight miles deep. So a lot of the stuff that they tell us, we don't have any idea. And that's another thing is the climate change. They've been telling us since I was in college 10 years ago um, that we were going to be underwater. One of the, my first classes we took, we, they, they showed us an inconvenient truth. And they said, there's a hole in the ozone layer. It's going to melt the polar ice caps. Yeah. We're going to be underwater. Yet the ocean levels have not risen. As a matter of fact, all of the property in Miami, New Orleans, uh, Martha's Vineyard, uh, Kauai, Maui, oh. any place on the ocean has skyrocketed in the last you, 10 years. In bro, do you think that was all of the um, real estate people that got together on a conspiracy to, like, buy and sell, like, you know what I mean, real estate for cheap? Juan, go. What's good? No, because the real estate companies, they, they, the real estate ones are the real estate companies are the one that are showing that it's a lie because you have like Barack Obama says climate change is the worst thing ever. He just bought a house in Hawaii and Martha's Vineyard right. on the ocean, both on the ocean. Bill Gates says climate change is our biggest threat. He bought a house, a $35 million house in San Diego, 12 feet from the ocean. I mean, and really, we're in, a, we're in a little. Yeah, when, he's a badass. I would live on the ocean. I'm just saying, when you look at. When you if it raised by one inch, we'd all be underwater, is what they say, which is not true. Well, when you look at the uh, almost 30, 40 years ago, they were saying and acknowledging that we were in a little ice age, they called it, and you, you don't hear them talk about that anymore. Uh, but, you know, they're trying to cloud the sun now. That's only going to make things colder, Wait, thus what? putting more. Yeah, they, well, that's a, the, one of the ideas to prevent climate change. You haven't heard that? Bill Gates, they're going to they're gonna put aluminum in the sky to block the sun you haven't heard that so it doesn't melt the polar ice and caps. what's gonna Y'all happen that? less people are trails though less people are gonna exist it's it's a depopulation thing you know but how much of this how much of this is is just to steal our loosh alex i mean you know we don't want to be too blackpilled here i mean a lot of us already are in a in a certain degree but you know how much of this is 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 actual factual or or just a distraction <laughs> <laughs> That was cold, Damn. Mark. Do that again.
Mark was just doing a Sam Tripoli impression. Let me tell you this. What the fuck? Was that you son of a bitch? Actually, well, Sam Tripoli impression. Everything sounded so good. I was like, whoa, this guy's greasy. When 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 was that ever about Sam Tripoli? And what what did I say that was so good? I just rhymed the actual loosh. and factual. You said loose, dude. I'll He's loosh. coined that. Oh frame. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He stole I give that all from all my Maria and all those hoes, all those conspiracy hoes. No, you know, like dude, loose. Lush, Lush existed before they started talking Google about Lush, it. Nothing, it doesn't even, the conspiracy part doesn't even come up. I got uh, gushers in my teeth. But well, of course, you know what they're going to say to that. that they, they, they removed it. Chris, are you having another conversation over there? <laughs> they removed the articles from the internet. I mean, that's the dead internet theory. That's the explanation for why things were on the internet 10 years ago and aren't on there now. So I don't know if that holds up, Alex. I mean. Well, my Pornhub account yeah. is still on. I hope. Make sure and check it. It go to six inches That's hard. That's loose uh, trapping yeah. right there, bro. You're uh, you're no, scaring but, people with that Pornhub account. <laughs> no, it's not even about the loose, which is that is important. They want to keep us in a negative vibrational state, what they what they call fight or flight, so that we can't see the forest for the tree right in front of our face. So that's a big thing. But the reason why they lie to us about. Um, what the forest is, what the trees is, what, what? You like, can't see the whole forest. You don't realize how big the forest is because there's a tree right in front of your face. I, 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 I fucking understand the motherfucking analogy, Doc. What is it, though, I'm saying to you? This is what it is. It's the old story of the what, Chinese. The the, it's a proverb of the Chinese farmer. This is what it is. Let me give you the, let me give you the let proverb. talk, Chris. <laughs> this is the proverb of the Chinese farmer. There's a Chinese farmer. One day his horse ran away. And everybody in the town that came to him like, oh, we're so sorry. Your horse ran away. That's so bad. How are you going to farm? That's so terrible. And the Chinese farmer's like, maybe. Then the next day, his horse came back with seven other wild horses. And everybody in the town was like, oh, that's so good. Now you have all these horses. Now you can farm a bunch more. And the Chinese farmer's like, maybe. maybe. Then the next day, the Chinese farmer's kid is tending to the horses, and the horses mangle his legs and break his legs, temporarily paralyzing the Chinese farmer's son. And everybody in the town is like, oh, that's so terrible. Your son's legs are all mangled. You know, that's terrible. And the Chinese farmer goes, maybe. And then the next day, the draft service comes by, and they don't draft his son because they see that his son is injured, so his son doesn't have to go fight in war. And everybody in the town is like, oh, that's so good. He didn't have to go fight in the war. And the Chinese farmer says, maybe so with that it's all about perspective like you don't even know it's bad or good until you get some perspective so they want to keep you in this state where you can't have any perspective you're just constantly worried about your dad your bills your wife your girlfriend your kids your you right. know inanimate object because i don't drive a cool enough car i don't have a big enough right. dick or big enough wallet or what you know they always make you want to feel insecure with whatever it is um so you don't have any perspective because some bad things can actually end up being good uh, in the long run. It's just hard for to, it's hard for us to tell that when we're under such, like you say, stealing our loose. When we're under the trauma-based mind control of the fight or flight, we're like that scared cat. Like once you first get a cat in your house, they're going crazy. They're scared. Once they relax, their life gets a lot better. So we need to all kind of take that mindset. We all need to relax and not be so ultra serious and not be in that fight or flight. And then we can actually have some perspective. And that's kind of all Stop, edit that shit. You're welcome. Well, and that's kind of what the point of your, you know, city council meetings, you know, Yo, the, what you that, do, man. you know, yeah, you're kind of bringing me. that absurdity and giving people a perspective and taking it to the extreme umph degree. You know, I've seen 
you were thrown out one time and i think it was just because you weren't supposed to come there twice in a month or something but has there ever <laughs> been That's experiences what she said. <laughs> well no it was because it was uh, do I, I went on the 29th day you're supposed to only go once every 30 days and just the way the meeting works only once a week so i would have had to wait it would have been 36 days you know if well, I but my question week. is more like do you ever feel like there's a threat to you going up there i mean because i I don't think people should be afraid to go and voice their opinion at these city council meetings. Am I right? No, I feel extra unthreatened. I mean, sometimes like I do actually kind of get nervous about the bit or something. Like I was joking about that earlier once. Sometimes I'm like, oh man, what am I going to say? Like, you know, my heart's a little racing, but then usually it's like a football game or it's like anything. Once you get in there, you kind of calm down, you know, after the first 20 seconds. Um, but most of the times I'm not nervous at all. And I'm not nervous one bit because like, I, I want to evoke a response. These people are NPCs, non-playable characters in the video game of life. They don't want to come down and me be able to press X and then move their arm or, you know, me yell something and they react. So, if I can make the non-playable character all of a sudden playable, I feel like a quarterback being like, hut, hut, drawing the other team off sides. So, I actually kind of wish they would be more reactionary. I kind of wish there was a little danger because in most of these cities it's called the brown act in california it's called the texas open public meetings act here they're really not even supposed to talk about a non-agenda item with you so like you can say something sometimes they'll say something nice back like if a little kid's being like oh we'll look into that you know but most of the time really the way a public meeting's supposed to go you're supposed to have the public comment and if it's not an agenda item they're not even supposed to comment on it um just because it does it slows down the meeting they're not obligated because then they'd have to talk to each person that has their thing and that's when i realized like oh man this is really crappy because people would go in there and be like yeah, my neighbor's house caught on fire. Then the fire department got there and somehow my house caught on fire because the fire department sucks so bad and I don't have any money. I lost everything. And, you know, what is the city going to help me out? And the council members would be like, tough luck. You know I mean? They don't even respond to that. And I'd be like, wow, could you imagine your house, your neighbor's house caught on fire than yours did while they were trying to put it out? Because, you know, they're just idiots trying to put out a fire, not saying all fire departments are idiots, but you think you'd want the city to have some responsibility or something. You didn't cause your house to catch on fire. And these NPCs, no, they 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 got elected as a city council member of Mesquite, Texas. I'm uh, I, I'm too busy. I'm we're voting on if we're gonna make the sidewalk six feet or five feet. I mean, yeah. how is it? <laughs> Can I ask you what the um, actual odds are that these are actually just actually just robots? Zero percent, but they could be interdimensional beings. Now, this is this is where the robots are real, though, because this is where we are fighting the robots. I was I was on. Now I've gone back to flying, and I've been flying. But they're robots, but they're not robots, though. They're robots, but. Well, in not. a way, I can see what you're saying, but but this is where the real robots are. It's like if we posted this to YouTube and some of the stuff I said, like if you say Sandy Hook, you say some certain trigger words, you're going to get an artificial intelligence algorithm yeah. rhythm transcription sure. machine that will strike you. And then if you try to fight that strike, you're going to fight a robot, dude. You're not, it's not going to be a YouTube employee. Hi, I'm Gary at YouTube. Oh, this looks, no, you're literally yeah. just it's appealing it to another robot. And if you don't say the right trigger words to the robot, you know, it's going to say denied. Um, so that's so we literally are fighting robots like that is like the matrix in that sense the artificial intelligence even a robot that gives you your search engine results you know like we're not even that's a robot giving you anything that runs an algorithm so robots are controlling a lot of our life that we don't realize yeah i mean uh i've seen uh you know those things where make you you drive down the road and the thing that make you stop or caution or go that robot controls a lot of my life I don't even but listen also, to that robot. I don't. I, any robot tell me I run red lights. I'll say that here. I don't care. You can come after started. me, cops. I freaking run red lights. That's, that's, 
that's where it started. That's where the matrix started. My question actually is though, for real, it's like, you said the NPC thing and I, we, we hear that a lot, like lately, you know, especially. And so like, I just really actually want to know your opinion. You know, we goofing around and all this, whatever, but, but I really want to know what your opinion is with that because it's like an interesting topic. Some people literally think that these are inanimate fucking zombos walking around. And so my opinion, and you said it, so I want to know what you think, what it is though. Yeah, but see, I don't know. When people use NPCs, I don't think they actually, like, like I get what you're saying. Like, some people maybe when they're talking about NPCs actually think it is, like, some sort of, like, person that yeah. is, like, a parasite is inside controlling it, and they're not, not even really able. Here. But I think it's yeah. more hype hyperbole or more metaphorical NPCs. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. they they just don't want to, like they're just like, oh, I wear my mask, I get my booster, I'm protected. You know, I don't need to hear, I don't need to do my own research. I'm you know, that's like the NPC I think that we get from a lot of people. It's like, well, they Dr. Fauci said to do it, then I do it. You know, and instead of actually being like having yeah. any autonomy. Um, and you know, that's that's the NPC I think. And that's like a normal person. A lot of people, people I know are vaccinated and wore the mask and stuff. So I mean it that doesn't just make you an NPC. There's something else. It's like an NPC is a person that is like going to follow whatever somebody else tells them, no matter what, and just going to take their word for it. And they're right. just going to be like, oh, okay, this is easy. I don't have to use my brain. I can just, you know, watch Everybody Loves Raymond or Big Bang Theory. And then somebody tells me to go home. And then I jam a candle at my ass and shit in the litter box at Double Tree Hotel and wear a See, weird banana. costume. But do you think there's any uh, bliss in that ignorance? Like oh, candidate type. Hey, that's Chris. That's the smartest thing you said all night. There is no, 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 no. You hey, should there be is. listening more. Yeah, bro. You should listen. Well, you haven't more. said that much. So, yeah, but <laughs> no, I'm listening. Talk. What yeah. I'm saying I'm is, there is a lot of bliss and ignorance to being like, like I, I actually going back to I was like at this college thing. I wish I could sometimes go back to being in college when even like the stock market was crashing. It was like oh the financial market crashed and it was like so terrible. I was like just a college kid, not even worrying about it, just getting drunk and high. I'm saying, and that's not just the only example, but there is something about being ignorant to the ills of society that is very blissful because it doesn't affect you because you're not worried about it. So it's like, no, dude, that is actually, it's kind of sad. We live in this world where you have like, if you have ultra knowledge of the world, like I consider myself as there's a time I didn't know anything. Now I feel like I know a lot about, I know a little bit about a lot of different shit. So I know how fucked up the world is, you know? It's like, ah, this is bad. But I kind of wish sometimes I could go back because I have perfect examples. Like my dad is, he's a very smart guy, but he doesn't know about multinational corporations ruling the world. And like, if he did, he just knows it on such a surface level that he doesn't even think he's really affected by. It. And sometimes I'm like, God, that's kind of nice. That'd be kind of nice not Bro, to even know what the just, new world order maybe he is. He just has a wife and a kid to feed. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm well, that's exactly part real. of the psychological operation is they want you to have a wife and a kid. I, so you don't no, worry I, about it. Hey bro, yeah. I get you. But you know what? They reverse engineered that shit. Like, think about this, man. They reverse engineered the sandwich. Like, who's gonna say no to bread and some meat in between? Like, of course, and cheese. Fuck out of here. Everybody gonna like that. That's just a, you know. So it's like you reverse engineer. Everybody gotta want a thing, a little thing to call their own. A little forty acres of mule, a bad little bitch in like a cold pond to go swims in. You know what I mean? Everybody wants that. that's nature. That's human fucking nature we all want that shit big so booty bitches yeah but the american shit. dream is dead because now we have all these multinational corporations like blackrock that are artificially inf uh, you know inflating the price of a house you can't even buy a house because of these corporations so like they're killing the american dream but we're talking about reverse engineering let me tell you what they really reverse engineered it comes out of the bible genesis chapter 11 verse 9 if you flip that that's 9 11 and in that that is the story of the tower of babel 
the story of the Tower of Babel, there was Nimrod, who was a satanic antichrist figure that wanted to build the tower to the kingdom of heaven to kill God. And what God did is he made him sp speak a bunch of different languages. People spoke 60 different languages, and they couldn't keep building this tower. They built it really high. And in the middle of it, God said, oh, they're getting close. No, you guys are going to speak different languages. And then they couldn't communicate. So what is happening now is they want to have a global ruler. They want one currency, one system of control, one government. And then that is Satan's plan reverse engineered. And that's how they think they're going to defeat God. So it, it literally comes out of like, uh, you know, a, a biblical origin of what's currently happening in the globalization of the world. So, Alex, oh. are a how, where do aliens fit into this? Are they demonic forces, or like what's going on with that, bro? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I definitely think there's something weird with aliens. But I would say, you know, you like we can't even go eight miles deep in the ocean. You see a lot of alien movies, like the big ships. You know, sometimes you see them come out of the sky, but there's been some where they come out of the ocean. So I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it's if pressure, dude. We can't physically make objects that can sustain that kind of pressure right? <laughs> yeah but there's pressure in a vacuum that they describe see that's another thing why it doesn't make sense they decide they, they describe space as a vacuum yet you cannot have but listen i am talking about the ocean too but what i'm saying is there's a lot of pressure in a vacuum you they cannot you cannot have gas pressure next to a vacuum this is a second wow. law of thermodynamics Wait, without a physical barrier what we just got so sidetracked. Chris, what were you even arguing for right there in the defense of the underwater aliens as opposed to the out <laughs> outer space aliens? Fuck them both. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what you're saying there, but I like it. I like the energy, whatever you're doing. I, like, I fuck with it. But this is what I'm saying, though. Underwater, eight miles, that's a lot of pressure, big dog. So How do you I'm know, saying, though, Chris? Yeah, have but if they know, have alien technology, of... then they're equipped what? for that. If you go on 20 fucking feet underwater and, and, and motherfucking... What Chris, the fuck are you talking about? Hey, Chris, have you never seen a, a, like an uh, aquatic book of all the marine life that live in the deep ocean? Sometimes, bro. Sometimes you got to have your skeleton on the outside of your body so you can deal with that kind of pressure. Chris, but do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's some deep sea creatures that it doesn't make any sense that they're even able to live that deep in the ocean with the amount of pressure. Do you know what I'm talking about? Thank you, Alex. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you that right now, though. They have light producing. They eat sulfur. They're totally like the weirdest animals. <laughs> what I'm telling you is we don't have yeah. physical equipment that can go that deep in the ocean. Exactly. That's all I'm trying to say. That's it. And it's a different pressure than space. Space is a constant. Just kidding. Space is fake. Dinosaurs are fake. Nuclear weapons are fake. <laughs> Flat Earth. <laughs> okay. Well, I kind of wow. vibe with a lot of that. Wow. But it doesn't Chris. Matter. Listen, listen. It doesn't matter, Chris, because you admit that these animals, it doesn't make sense that they're able to live in these conditions with no sunlight, with that much pressure. Very, well, no, no, I don't, dude. We I, I think we know exist. marsupials exist. exist. Chris, explain that, bro. You can, they don't know what they marsupials can't even came explain from. kangaroos, and you're telling me you know the shape of the What's earth. In the pouch, though. What's in the pouch? It's flat. Yes, the idea that we don't have any of the transitional species of human beings as well makes very right. little sense. You know, you know that a bumblebee's wings, I think, have to have to uh, vibrate at eight thousand times a second, something ridiculous like that. So, like, Bro, where were all these bumblebees? Where their, dude, their wings only slap for sixty six thousand times a second? Alex, they all died. Alex, I mean, what the hell? no, 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 Alex. It's even deeper than that. <laughs> They've tried to reproduce the way bees fly. And they physically can't using modern the physics. Yeah, they, and they do, and spiders, bees too. technically yeah. hover. 
Yes, and that's same with bees, same with spiders, dude. Everybody thinks the spiders are it's their webs that they're they're gliding on. No, that it's some sort of electromagnetic energy is what they've right. decided now. <laughs> dude, yes, dude. <laughs> I swear, bro. I swear. Yes. Chris. The fuck Chris, you are here, showing yo. your ass tonight. Alex Stein. Chris, you gotta look into it, dude. Stein Stein is spitting some shit. And I feel no. kind of like there's he's a lot of negative energy there, Chris. Chris is high as a kite. He's so fucked up. He's not on my same level. I'm so I'm stone cold sober, spitting facts. I'm like an encyclopedia kind of, abrasive, of knowledge. I feel. Well, no, Alex, of tonight. Sorry, Alex no, we Alex, we don't. Sometimes you're going quick, though. You know, it's like I am quick. Yeah, I got a lot of shit to say. Chris, (laughs) listen, I come from the fucking fast talkers of the United States. We got one to stump him with, Chris. We got to stump me. You want me to be a. uh, rational here? Do you want me to go off the rails? Because I could do either one. I like off the rails. Off the rails. Try what? to sell me. Why what you are you on grilling what bones, bro? You, what's Alex? your motherfucking? What's your degree, motherfucker? What's your motherfucking lodge number, son? I got I got a general studies degree from LSU. I got a minor yeah. in communication studies, sociology, yeah. and business. <laughs> I don't believe and a I word. Let, of it, Alex. And I let them shake a paddle up my ass, and they all jacked off of my face, and that's all. And then, <laughs> and then Stanley Cooper came from the dead. Was like, you're gonna be famous one day, kid. Yo. For real though, like I know we're like wilding out and, and like funny and shit, but like you're talking about the 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 the, the Earth is actually a figure eight flying through time and space. I didn't say that. Your boy Juan said that. Was, that was <laughs> my bad. My bad shit. All right, Alex, the Mobius, Alex, Chris, don't worry. We'll hit him with a, with a twister, okay? I just need okay. to know, dog. We you Alex. just keep teasing. Like you show one titty, one titty, one titty. You That's all it takes wild. sometimes. Well, I don't know. Titty. No, no, no. No, 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 well, marsupials are unexplained. They can't explain where they come from, okay? And with all this trans stuff going on, and you see men now trying to give, you know, these, like, fake pregnancies, right? You saw, like, that Chinese... Google, man, if you Google, can man get pregnant, it says yes. No, oh, that, look at this marsupial. That's what marsupials do, bro. That's they wh- give themselves pregnancies, right, son. Dude, they're I'm telling you, they're turning prophecies. they're turning humans into marsupials. Are we doing this to Alex Stein? Seriously, <laughs> we're fucking making him Google marsupial theory. Look at him. He's fucking Googling marsupials. They said they, they said they came from Antarctica. Yep. You know what else came Come from on, Antarctica? Bro. Come on, but bro. you know why? That's because that's where the extra land is. That's what they say that would be aliens. That's what I'm, that's what all I'm telling you, yeah. dude. Yeah. The marsupials got over the ice wall when the ice wall melted or something. There was a gap in the ice wall They're at some unexplained. point. Unexplained. They well, can't explain where they fucking came from, bro. Dude, I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. They're gonna say, "Oh, this is fake," and I'm not a Nephilim expert, but dude, there's big human beings at one point, and I'm starting to believe. I saw some stuff where there were small human beings, like there was like little, oh, like bro, smaller than in a my. In my own home state, there's uh, the story of the little people. The Mohegan people have the story of the little people. And then they have a story of a giant 
who died and turned into a mountain 30 minutes away from me. And when you drive by this mountain, bro, it looks like Chris has probably seen. He's from Connecticut. When you drive by this Sleeping Giant mountain, it's called Sleeping Giant because it looks like a giant that's sleeping on its back. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Have you guys not seen all the mountains that look like that? Dude, I mean, I'm not saying they're all giants, but dude, Google mountains that look like sleeping people. It always has a nose. They always have an eye. It's like, dude, it's very weird. I mean, Alex, they got a dick too. They even well, named... dick doesn't have a bone in it, so it wouldn't necessarily have a dick part, like a um, plastic dick. Yeah, but even then, it's like like that is almost maybe becomes dirt or something. Like it's usually like the eye sockets, like there'll be a hole in it. I, dude, I don't necessarily know if every mountain is a human being, but I do believe there was uh, giants on Earth at some point. I do it think this that. is like along with the tree, like the giant tree theory and all that. Yeah. No, no, I think mud flood shit, bro. The native wait, wait, mud flood shit. No, no, no. What you talking about? There's the all the big trees. They're all like the weird. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? Juan. All right, maybe. Yeah, maybe, I know what you're talking about. Maybe, but I, you know, a lot of that stuff on there on YouTube uh, and whatnot. You know, you can't trust it. So, but the Native Americans, they talk about giants. I mean, <laughs> we found skeletons. There's pictures of giant skeletons, right? You can't debate that. It's it's proven. But uh, Alex, you know, we talked to you. We've picked your brain. Are there any conspiracy theories that you want to leave us with before we wrap up here? Anything that you totally believe in that you maybe don't talk about normally? And that is a great oh, a costume marsupial. to choose from. It's a marsupial, bro. It's a rat. It's a rat. It's a I'm going to be a little cheesy. I'm going to bring a bunch of cheese and eat it. Um, and then I'm going to pretend to ejaculate while I'm up there. Um, okay. Um, uh, conspiracies that like people kind of don't talk about. I mean, we kind of hit them all. I mean, the shape of the earth. We talked about giants. No, but one that you particularly maybe don't talk what about makes your enough. Hard, Alex. Yeah. Well, no, this one I do think is real, though. I do believe, like, in the 80s and 90s, there was clandestine meetings with the top record executives and, and agents in order to influence and pick up artists that uh, encouraged a life of debauchery and selling drugs and violence. And I think that's still happening today with the music. Like, you know, at, through the Tavistock Institute, basically they have melodies and harmonies that they know are going to be pleasurable to our ears. And they can just recycle yeah. these melodies and harmonies in a different yeah. format. That's why it's like all the rap that was big, like Biggie Smalls. Yeah. That was all, you know, Puff Daddy. There was all that sampling of the hit songs from the 80s or 70s, you know, sampling. So that's all these people are doing now. They're just doing, using this, like, formulaic Dude, music. Dude, speaking of that, did you guys see that AI music that Thomas brought up on Tinfall Hat? They made this, like, rap song using, like, Biggie Smalls, Tupac, Eminem, Jay-Z. They took used an AI to take their work and and stuff from songs and they made a song called taco day and it's just like tupac oh, and the hook is like everybody want to get tacos everybody going loco everybody want to hang out on taco day you know and it's like actually tupac saying no, it it's not, not like you know they're it's actually dope it's actually way dope but one of you guys look it up because I can't share my screen right now. My bandwidth won't let me. Oh, but. Yo, I'm yo, Alex, fine. that shit you said, bro, that shit right there. Type in AI taco day. This whole time, man, like, because who knows about the rest of this shit, to be totally honest, right? Like, but there is nefarious, clearly nefarious things going on inside of the fucking music well, industry. Tavistock was all, all of, I mean, you guys know, I mean, like, listen, the, look at the agenda, the, the British, British the British invasion, right, of music, of rock and roll, like this the Beatles, that's the Tavistock, Tavistock's in England, you know? Dude, I'm saying, look at the DOD with the fucking Laurel Canyon shit, look at all that, like, yeah. look at, you know, and it's all, it's like, why wouldn't you control that shit? 
Can you hear this? Hold on. Can yeah, y'all hear this? Turn it up. Yeah, and then this, that's the worst part of it. I listened to the whole thing. The Eminem part wasn't bad either, but it was crazy. Well, did they have the same technology you can write a screenplay, you know? And, like, people do that where you just give it, like, a oh. couple prompts, and it'll write something, and it's, like, writes the weirdest crap, dude. It writes, like, AI, you know, yeah. yeah, like, the AI. It's, like, it, like, write a story, but it's, like, Gary walked into the door, and his wife was murdering their children. You know, it's, like, always dark, you know? It's always very oh. weird, you know? Well, they're taking, from, they're taking from existing stuff on the Internet, and unfortunately, that's a lot of what's on the Internet to read. Yeah. You know, a lot of true crime shit is all over the place. But dude, and look at sells over time, dude. Look well, at fucking everything from Shakespeare to the Bible, dude. There's commonality. The Shakespeare is so. fake, dude. Shakespeare, they say, is fake. <laughs> how could that fake, guy, man. how could he have done all that? Yeah. And did back then, the guys would play the girls in the parts. It was uh, Francis Bacon, and he was a tranny. I get on my back. But isn't that kind they of weird that that's, they see that back then? And now, now we're going back to that, like, why? Why back then couldn't women women act? You know, it's just very weird. They I mean, suck, bro, they're fucking. Dude, they used to <laughs> they used to cut the balls off of teenagers so that they wouldn't like their voice wouldn't change, and then they could sing in the high notes for their whole life. They say Michael Jackson was basically castrated uh, chemically. That's what they said. Yeah. Cast- I don't believe. Oh, that's another one. I don't believe Michael Jackson raped any boys. Yeah, do you, I don't. What do you do? He was a fucking creep, though, Alex. You got to fucking admit that. Yeah, he was weird, but, dude, he had no childhood. Like, I mean, I would probably be weird, too, in that situation. Not that's an excuse, but, like, the fact that he was obsessed with it, being a kid is, like, it's because he had so much success and was so wealthy as a kid. And, dude, I'm not famous at all. Like, you know, we're joking around how I'm, I'm notoriety or whatever. Dude, I get tired. I go on two podcasts a day. That's not that. That's, like, two hours, you know. I, I haven't been doing mine. I get tired. Can you imagine being a kid touring your whole life? Like you would probably want to just not do anything and ride roller coasters or whatever and eat gummy bears. That's not an excuse to be a total creep, but you look at Wade Robinson, James Safechuck, um, or is James Robinson, Wade Safechuck, whatever. Wade Robinson's his name, and then another one is Safechuck. They, in, in that movie, Leaving Neverland, one of them said that he was molested in the train station. The the yeah. the plans hadn't even been drawn for the train station. The architect hadn't even dr- uh, drawn it in the year that he said that he was molested. And Wade Robinson uh, testified in court twice uh, against the, the toughest state prosecutors in the California District Attorney's Office and never lied once. It said that Michael Jackson never touched him under oath twice. Literally, Michael Jackson called this kid up there twice. He, he would never, Macaulay Culkin was another one that hung out with him a bunch. He never touched Macaulay Culkin. And then what's that other guy that did get molested? Uh, um, uh, what's that other kid? Not by Michael Jackson, but um, the kid from the Goonies. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, 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 Corey something, Corey, Corey Feldman, another Corey Hay, or but Corey Hames did but Corey Feldman, another guy testified, said he hung out with Michael Jackson for hours, for days, for months, never once touched him, never even once insinuated anything. Well, I guess sexual. the the theory is like you know his balls got cut off, so he never developed, and he was just like a kid, you know, he just wanted to hang out with other kids. 
What? And he and listen, and he was investigated by the FBI for 19 years. They never found anything, no child pornography. The only uh, one time a maid said that she saw some child pornography and said that she saw him giving people Jesus juice. She ended up, uh, you know, coming out to be a liar. And uh, on, on top of all that, on top of the guy, Wade Robinson, that said that, you know, he was molested conveniently a month after he died or two months after he died when he didn't get to, to be the lead choreographer of Cirque du Soleil or whatever, you know, the Michael Jackson version of that. Um, but on top of on top of all this, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, being a creep. I'm not saying that he wasn't weird. I'm sure if you're one of the most popular artists in the entire world, globally loved or whatever, you'd probably be a little weird too. Um, but uh, gosh, what was my what was my last point? Supposedly he's fucked some chicks too. There were some chicks that got fucked by Michael Jackson that said they fucked him good. So I mean, yeah, dude, I don't know. Pay to see that, bro. What do you think? His wife. Hello. Well, I know. I know. I mean, I, listen, Lisa Marie Presley, I don't know what he was doing with her. I mean, he maybe banged her, but dude, <laughs> I have no idea. Just, just, just Wade Robinson and James Safechuck, their stories are such bullcrap. And then the kid that he did pay out, who Johnny Cochran wanted to fight it, but the other attorney, I can't, it's like Shapiro, I can't think of his name now. Uh, but I could look it up in two seconds. He was like, let's just pay the settlement. And that kid, his name was Jordan something or Jordy. His dad ended up killing himself a few years after that. Uh, and they never said why the dad did, but they, the, the kid disowned his, his dad, who was a profitable dentist. And after that, after that, after Michael Jackson paid the civil suit, was never charged criminally because they didn't have enough, enough criminal evidence to uh, prosecute him. That's why they wanted to fight it civilly. The guy quit his practice as a dentist and went and tried to sell screenplays and then failed at that miserably. And within 10 years of getting the settlement, he killed himself. What uh, the fuck, bro? That's uh, fucking crazy, bro. Just look at it. For the people watching this, if you guys want to watch something good tonight, watch uh, Leaving Neverland debunked. You guys will learn a lot about Michael Jackson. You'll be like, what? I mean, I, if I watch it, it tonight, I would have all the, you know, I could tell you all the names. So I just got to watch shoot. it. It's on YouTube, dude. I just saw Watch the Water. That was fucking crazy. Wow. See, I, don't, I think that's kind of a psyop too. I don't know. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's what all it's all bullshit. Water. What are you talking about, bro? You haven't seen that documentary? Watch the water, dog. That they're putting the COVID, the the snake venom in the water. Oh bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. My buddy, shout out Ron from New England, gave me the scoop on on the snake venom theory. I don't know, man. It's like I said, more distractions, more fear. Obviously, they're not winning people over with their new variant, you know, freaking B6, whatever the hell. Oh, there's a new one now? Yeah, there's some mm -hmm. freaking weird code number that they're saying is the new variant. It's just a bunch of pathetic bullshit. But either way, Alex Stein, you came, you crushed like a bull in a china shop right out of the gate. You're doing a lot. Where are people going to go? Obviously, YouTube, you're putting all your viral videos there. You're doing the city council meetings there. What Conspiracy Castle, what's the situation? What can people expect? When's the next show? Well, dude, I mean, I'm prime time 99. I'm on the grind all the time. So, you know, just be on the lookout. If you can't find me, you ain't looking, dog. I'm got. I'm the viral sensation, um, and I'm all full penetration. I'm not like Michael Jackson. I'm banging, dog. I mean, of age people, but I fuck. Balls you know what I mean? Across I'm the balls nation. deep. So if you're trying to fuck, go to Pornhub.com. <laughs> go search Alex Stein, fucks hard. You're not going to see me, but you're going to see some impersonators, some imitators, and you'll get the idea. <laughs> People of what are I trying to steal the clout. Yeah, well, for I sure. Actually invented, I actually invented doggy style sex in a past life. I was actually one of the inventors oh. of it. That's, I'm reincarnated as Alex. But. Karma Sutra and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yes. dude, I was doing it. It's 69, dude. <laughs> it's Karma Sutra. 69, dude. I was all about 
I used to call it 68 to be funny because it didn't make sense. You're like, why? Why 68? Mm. I was like, you wouldn't get it, dude. You wouldn't get it. It was an inside joke with me and some guys. It was some of the some of Jesus' disciples you actually were 69. <laughs> yeah, we all the disciples. We had to do it together. It wasn't a sexual thing. It was more of just a you know. Oh, there's only story. one way to heaven. Gotta suck my dick. Dude, that's Fox how you do it. Right there. Guys, we're Illuminati confirmed, bro. That's what you had to do to get in the club. They had to get sexual gay leverage on you. <laughs> and so it's just part of it, dude. And that's how you get on Tucker Carlson. You want to go? Okay. <laughs> this is my last piece of carrot veggie sushi. You can't see the wasabi because of green screen, but this is for y'all haters out there. I love y'all. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy, yeah, bro. Alex Stein, thank you so much for being here. On Illuminati confirmed. Be sure to follow the man in all the places. He's viral. You should already be following him. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, I know you, but we ain't friends. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, I got the new Chrysler. blue with the tent. Quit asking me questions. I'm tired of these questions, ask me questions, I want them on questions. Uh, they all in my business like TMZ, but back in the day they ain't noticed me. They weren't coming to see me like Otis. You're about to hear a little sample of the Illuminati confirmed Patreon. Don't miss out any longer. Get on over to the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy Patreon and hear every bonus episode of Illuminati confirmed. Enjoy. I think it's really fun to entertain these things, obviously. And I, and, and I think, but the rubber meets the road at this point. And it's like, really, what do we do when, we, when these people really hit, hit that? Because that, that, that's a real question. It's like, woo, because that really is, from my point of view, it's like, dude, the CIA, Mossad, et cetera, et cetera, run the mother, KGB, run the motherfucking Mossad, world. bro. Mm. It, it's Kabbalah and Mossad. Whatever, bitch. They run the world, bro. <laughs> you know? Well, no, I feel you, bro. No, but 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 you know what you're on, dude. Like, because uh, I always think about the same shit too. Like all the fucking time. Oh, is it fucking real? Is it now? Well, what's the evidence? Like, I I was actually recently. I'm doing an episode on the Vatican here soon, and it was part of it clearly. I, it's gonna be with uh, with Thomas from Paranoid American, and I'm like, bro. So, what evidence do does the church have to back their shit up? Is it just the Bible and like the scripture? He's like, yeah. Pretty much, and I'm like, wait, so yeah, that's what the that's what theology is like. You know, it's it's the a way to be able to combat you know science, and it's just like you refer back to this, and it's like, well, wait a minute. So there's no, it's like a it's like a vacuum, it's like a circle, it's like an echo chamber. So they just start fucking like, wait, so what do you defend it with? Oh well, this one thing, but then they turn into like, oh, I well, can it's feel like it. it's like it's what? like it's like I can stay with me for this analogy, but it's like if you know a tribe comes across like, you know, uh, I don't know, like a, a ice cream machine miraculously in the middle oh, of the jungle. Sick. Oh my God. Could you right? fucking so, imagine? But like, but like they, they eat the ice cream. They love it. They're like, Holy shit. This is a miracle. We, there's this magic food that comes from this box, you know, 
but they don't understand how the machine works. They'll never be able to recreate that. It as soon as once they exhaust the ice cream, there's nothing left. So they have mm. to keep up this like like this dream of what that was was like. They go, you know, they're so you know for decades, generations. They tell their children, yeah, there's this magic box that God sent us, and it gave us this like creamy cargo, food cargo that we never. Yeah, well, and you know, it's an analogy, but you imagine like this happening in biblical times. And instead of ice cream, it's like divine wisdom. And then the divine wisdom stops because they're they're fucking shit up and they're killing people and they're sacrificing. And they don't deserve it anymore. They killed the prophet. So now they have to keep it going for political reasons in order to keep their power and keep people like hoping that the ice cream machine comes back. Damn, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's wild, yeah. yeah Yo, that's ill. You're not recording this, stupid? No, it What's is that? recording. It is recording. What I'm thinking about doing is we we should do that was like ill, a, though. You gotta like you gotta like <laughs> that was nice, Mark. That was some of the nicest shit you ever said, dude. Quit <laughs> jerking Mark off, bro. He's already a fucking celebrity, dog. Hey dog. Yeah. I'm gonna jerk you off wherever and whenever I want to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Chris is in Oregon. We just <laughs> We don't know what he's capable of, okay? He, you don't know what I'm capable he, of, he, he, he made it across the Oregon Trail, dude. Son of a bitch, I'll jerk you off, too, son of a bitch. Bro, he flew to his house in his private jet, bro. We can't even trust this dude, bro. Yo, you, I, my house is a private jet, bro. Yeah, dude, open up those blinds. You'll see the clouds moving by. Yeah, motherfucker. Hey. Yeah. If I take your girl, don't be in my DM. Ask for your bay back. We save a lot of things like money, but who's gonna say that? And homie, they straight facts. Yeah, I know you, but we ain't friends. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, I got the new Chrysler. blue with the tent. Quit asking me questions. I'm tired of these questions. Ask me questions. I want them more questions. Yeah, I know you, but we ain't friends. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, I got the new Chrysler. blue with the tent. Quit asking me questions. I'm tired of these questions.